Welcome, Hunters, to Hunter's Hub, episode 47. This is your host, Fortwan, joined by host Toaster. Hello, hello. And co-host Haru. Greetings on the planet of, well, it was never really named, so, you know, the monster <laughs> on the planet. Midgard? Mindgard? <laughs> no, no. A lot of people say. It's not the same thing. <laughs> we will I know. call it this land. <laughs> this land is your land. I like this it. This land is my land. <laughs> um uh so we like to usually start off by thanking wolfie mellon for the music it's probably well ended by now and uh jeremy clark for the art and that's it so <laughs> um today uh we'd like to get into hunter arts and styles and we've talked about this off and on before but i really i got inspired to talk about this over the past week because, you know, we're playing Monster Hunter, in Toaster's case, Generations, and in Haru and I's case, Generations Ultimate. Um, and if you guys saw one of my Twitter posts for the Hunter Sub pod, um, you actually see a clip of me cutting up the fellow's tail while hunting with Haru. So, we, we've done some hunting together. Uh, not a whole lot, but it's been fun. Uh, but anyway, it's like... Styles and arts. Um, it's something that doesn't exist in the world um, and was sort of like panned and not really well regarded um, when Generations first came out. Uh, if I remember correctly, there was a lot of hate for them, especially on R slash Monster Hunter. Um, so I guess we'll just start there from like where they appeared in Generations and our initial thoughts about uh, how that system came to be. So what about you, Horror? Like, how did you see that? Oh, um, well, I remember, like, the original trailer for uh, Generations, the first one. Mm -hmm. uh, you see everyone kind of glowing golden, and uh, there's a there's a nice uh, long longsword circle slash in there. Um, yes. I like some of them. Uh, there, there are some... Uh, places where I think the, the styles uh, get hung up. Um, and with, I guess just with Hunter Arts, quickly, I like it when you have like a really cool move that you can execute. Um, yeah. But the ones I don't usually like are, we add a gauge to your weapon, or you do a little bit of extra damage, or we're doing something with your stats that's not really carried out in the animation. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like the greatsword, like, what is that? The demon thing? Oh, the it's like, oh, that one's actually pretty pretty good. It's not like too much managing. But it's it makes like your next hit. hit. Yeah, and that, it makes your next and you hit like whiff extra it, powerful. And it's like, yeah, but with great sword, I mean, whiffing is just sort of part of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you have to be good to yeah. really make much use of that. Okay, but just so, like so, with... Har is saying, I'm not good now, huh? <laughs> oh, I'm not good at great okay. sword. Hell, um. But it's just like, for example, Valor Longsword. Longsword already has like two inbuilt gauges in the Spirit Gauge, just in vanilla Monster Hunter. And yeah. then if you add the Valor Gauge on top of that, uh, you kind of have a, a third tier that like is changing some of your animations. And then yeah. you get two other Hunter Arts, so you have two more gauges that you have to watch to see when. So it, it can get pretty complicated. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's like that meme, yo, dog, I heard you like gauges, so I put a gauge in your gauge. 
needs more mages. <laughs> you know, fan art with, uh, you know, someone with terribly pierced ears. Uh, <laughs> like doing a, uh, a Sakura slash. <laughs> um, uh, so, Toaster, what did you think about Hunter Styles and Arts when uh, uh, they first came around? So, because remember, For You was my first one. And For You was, I loved For You. It was great. It's still, it's still kind of my favorite, despite Worlds being excellent. I still have the best memories of For You, I think. Yeah. And uh, then, so the second one came out. I, I always thought, like, Monster Hunter always improves something, you know, with the next thing. And so I, yeah. I just saw this as the next step. I was like, oh, these, these styles look kind of cool. And, of course, I got super hype about the Hunter Arts because... Well, you know, they're big and flashy and they look like super moves. And I was like, oh, this is badass. I want to be able to do this awesome, huge smash thing. Yeah. And um, as for the arts, I didn't, I just kind of like accepted it at first. And then doing more research, I saw, I think it was one of the Frontiers or one of the, uh, one of the, one of the games we didn't own. Yeah. Um, one of the games we didn't own had, uh, they had stances like that that could be changed mid-fight. Um, I think I could be completely wrong, but I'm pretty sure they had stances mid-fight. So I was just like, oh, this is just our version of that. So I was kind of excited for it, and I was just, I was actually really pumped, hyped for it. I was really upset. I remember the sub being very upset and people being like, this will ruin Monster Hunter forever. I mean, that kind of sounds familiar. <laughs> it's pretty... I wasn't like on the subreddit back then, but it's pretty strange to see basically the overnight transformation of the attitude towards generations that happened uh, basically when World was announced at E3 and a Western version of Double Cross wasn't last E3. I mean, I was one of those people that were like, uh, "No, I want, I want Double Cross." <laughs> yeah, I. I admit I kind of panicked when World first came out because I was used to everything being stiff. And I was like, oh, no, but Monster is supposed to be stiff. And then I realized I was really kind of closed-minded. So, you know, I changed my perception after a while. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I love World. And I, I up until, and I'll, I'll say this now, up until I got to really dive into, you know, Generations U, um world was my favorite monster hunter because of all the quality of life changes which inevitably always happens but this is the first time we're kind of going back in quality of life um oh yeah from a from the previous you know from a from a title because uh, you know it's always just going forward but now we're getting a game that's what we're two years old now maybe three when it first came out because if we're talking like double cross it came out on 3ds before last year so two years um we're getting a two-year-old game, and I mean, honestly, it's my favorite now. And I'll get into that a little later, as to why. <laughs> and it kind of inspired this this idea of talking about the hunter arts and styles. Um, but getting back to you know our our initial impressions, were you done, Toaster, with your? Yeah, it was just okay. I, I didn't have a super big great opinion other than it was I was excited and it was fun seeing the cool stuff as they came out. Right. Um, well, for me, I thought they looked cool. I remember seeing that original trailer, and the thing that stood out for me the most was um, there's a there's some sort of hunter art for the insect glaive, where it puts like a fountain of stuff in the air, 
Yeah. Like, like I don't, I don't know. I don't use the insect glaive. <clears throat> it's just. I, I think that was just. I think that was just a healing one, but the fact that it showed in the in a insect glaive trailer, everybody thought it was an insect glaive only skill. Right. Yeah. So like the I remember a lot of people were like, What the heck is this? And like at the time, not only was I on Reddit, but I was still a moderator at that point. Um and we were dealing with a lot of like really just like vitriol against the game for some reason at first. And it was it was really weird. Uh, also, I want to say that the original generations was sort of at the height of me trying to do community engagement as a moderator. So I was doing all those weekly threads and trying to do a lot of posts and that kind of stuff. So I was heavily involved during that that release of generations in 2014, right? 2015, 2014. It came out know. here in uh, 2016, like July or something. You sure? Generations? Yeah, probably. Yeah, because it was fa- it was fall 2015 in Japan. Yeah, and it was well after I came here. So maybe I'm getting because one of the monster hunters, like I, I was I delved deep into it when my first daughter was born. She was born in 2014, so that would have been 2015. So it was probably for you that I really delved into when she was young. Um. Yeah, that but, was, yeah, I, yeah, Generations I got into not as much as For You, um, but that's because I lost my save, and hmm. I didn't want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so I only got 200 hours in the Generations, um, but I'm I still enjoyed it a lot. Hours. I mean, that's like pretty, I mean, that's a third of my Monster Hunter World time with less content. <laughs> right, I just... <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, I didn't get to fight a lot of the stuff I wanted to fight too. Uh, like, I don't think I ever fought a Dread King yet. Really? Yeah, I, I yeah, I think Poison, uh, the Poison Rathian, Poison whatever is a queen. Dre- poison uh, Princess, Dre- Poison Princess. Queen? I don't know. Whatever the Rathian Deviant is, um, was the highest echelon of Deviant I fought. So. Well, remember they all leveled up individually as well. So well, I know, but you unlock them at certain levels. Yeah, blah blah. blah. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, like I, uh, I didn't have a lot of. I had some excitement, but I, I more saw um, other people's disexcitement for, <laughs> for generations. Um, and a lot of people still hold up, like yeah, including you, Heart uh, Toaster. I don't, Heart. I don't know if you said this or not. I'm sorry, but that for you is still the best monster. Hunter. Mm-hmm. That was me. No, nah, no, not even close. World, woo! Right, and I, I, I can. I can I'm kind still of someone who who touts the 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 virtues of try. So I'm not. I'm not gonna be saying things like they brought all the old monsters back. It's so faithful to the origins, of the series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I like. I mean. I, I think every title in some way has it, even its own identity. I would argue that first gen and second gen really don't have much of a differing identity. I think second gen just was more of first gen with some improvements. Um, they don't feel that different. I would say if you want to play an old Monster Hunter in quotations, going with Freedom Unite is good enough. You don't need <laughs> you don't need to go any further back. Um, well, yeah, and then like fourth gen. 
like from the start, like for you especially, is I mean, it feels like first and second gen because that's most of the content. There's like mm-hmm. ten ten new monsters and then new maps and then old monsters. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you're right. The the returning plethora of older monsters was like a really baffling to a lot of people. And there's always that Jigginox versus Kazoo debate, right? Because they're two very similar monsters in very similar environments. That what, what debate is there? Giganox, or Kazoo just does like AOE attacks that knock you back if you're in melee range. Oh my god, that monster. It's the worst. I'm just saying. There are people on both sides. I would probably fall on the Kazoo side, personally. But that's oh, I know. probably nostalgia more than anything. Because it was super popular in Japan, apparently. Yep. Good old Furu Furu. So be a meme. Of all the, uh, of all the, uh, I'll say Hunter Arts, which was the one that you were actually most excited for? I know, like, I asked that just because I didn't find the styles as interesting, with the exception of a few select ones. But the, uh, but the actual arts themselves were all over the place in terms of cool, not cool, dramatic, not dramatic. So what was the ones you were actually most excited for, most happy to see? Well, for, for me, um, the ones that intrigued me the most was, um, first of all, the there's a giant like explosion from the gun lance that's like a weapon fire, but better. It's got this like, bubble of fire. And oh, explodes. yeah. That, that was awesome. Uh, some of the gunner ones I really liked. Um, but uh, in 4th gen, I was primarily a charge blade user. So seeing the energy blade uh, was really cool. Uh, oh, yeah. So, in, in fact, uh, I exclusively played uh, in Generations um, a depth charge blade and only used the energy blade, and I loved it. And a lot of people said the energy blade was very underwhelming. I don't know. It was really good for breaking horns because it just had that right angle just to be like beside the monster and facing like if you're uh, kind of perpendicular to it, but in front of the head, it was a really good like arc that would go just above the head and hit the horns of something or, or the face if it was, you know, tall enough. It was a really good angle, but I use that a lot. Um, and I only ever used Adept, which I still just use Adept. <laughs> so I was excited for Adept uh, because that made me feel like, because I was, for you, I was a charge blade user also. And I was like, I can finally like dodge in axe mode. This is amazing. And then, so uh, if, you, if you were done, I was just going to say, before the game came out, the only thing we really had to anticipate on was the, was the admittedly very well put together trailers and the shots of the hunter arts they oh, showed yeah. there. So the Gunlance was one that showed really well. Uh, I never could really play Gunlance back then, but the hunter art where it, you like fit, turn your lance around and then like. And then shot it, and it propelled yeah, I, you forward like halfway across the map, and then you yeah. slammed your uh, lance down onto the monster's face. That's that's always. I wish we still had that that art. Um, uh, there was a. At, someone did a clip of it recently. I thought, or did uh, that art's not gone, is it? 
It's in. No, I mean, we, I wish we had it in. Too. Oh, in World. Wish we had it in the game oh, I can I play you. Gunlance in. <laughs> I gotcha. Um, can't, can't get to grips with the old controls for Lance. I, I don't know who posted it, but I saw someone on Twitter did um, did uh, a highlight where they used that art and they hit Valstrax in the face and Valstrax went down. Uh, during his his charge, so like the yeah. two like charged at each other, and then the gun lance won, which is pretty rare. You know, monsters coming at you normally, it's get out of the way. <laughs> you don't uh, you don't see all the whiffs on Twitter Twitter gifts. <laughs> um, yeah. The other the other hunter art was in the trailer. They're finding Logiacris in the like river section of the Misty Peaks, and mm-hmm. the Sakura slash. Uh, your hunter, when you initiate it, you actually hop back, sort of like a fade slash, and then you surge yeah. forward and spiral twice and do two like circular round slash type attacks. And then after you sheathe your weapon, and the 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 where you hit the monster will like erupt in like uh, cut cut effects, like you yes. like it's yeah, like it's, it's an the... anime and you're cutting someone and like you move past and they spurt blood or something. Out I of mean. The way. Not very uh, different from the Helm Splitter or Breaker or whatever it is. I always forget. Uh, in World, He's very how do you angry. mean? Oh, you mean with the the delayed effects? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is it looks cool. I'm not gonna lie. No, but just uh, and it also levels up your spirit uh, gauge, which is I guess we didn't know until later but it's just a very flashy move it does like spirals and there's like cherry blossoms involved and yeah mm-hmm. that's that's uh, people say the long sword people say the long sword got some uh really uh choice hunter arts and that's still probably my favorite one the sucker slash mhm i uh i i didn't know what to use since I switched to greatsword, because I was like the energy blade all all the time with uh, charge blade. But now that I'm using greatsword, I was kind of like, I I don't know which one to use. So for a, for a little while there, uh, I was using the ground slash. I was like, mm-hmm. ah, okay, it's okay. And then um, I started using the uh, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it, it's the one where you you just sit there and charge forever. But if you get hit, it doubles the damage or whatever throws the damage back into the charging and then hits him with really hard did that for a while um but when i almost no when i did die once to red helm doing it and then almost died at the end of that fight i mentioned last week um i was like this one's a little too dangerous <laughs> i need to move to something else then i unlocked the crescent moon and i saw it on um another clip on twitter of like oh this is so op i didn't know it was a great sword one because i wasn't paying attention uh, to the clip, they have the weapon in the clip as much as just the art being performed. Um, and uh, I was like, "Oh, okay, that looks cool." And then I realized I unlocked it on the great sword. It's like, "Okay, I'll try it." It's a mounting hit, which is it's a small mounting amount of damage, but it's also really good for reaching tails, like really good for like ones that are like really high up because mm-hmm. you hit pretty tall on that hit. Yeah, that's a uh, that's one of the ones. That's the one great source under art from Generations Ultimate. Yes, it is amazing. I love it. Hmm. And it does mounting damage, so I'm actually mounting monsters. By the way, 
I have so much problems with the subquest of doing two mounts in a quest. I've like in any of the you know any weapon I've used, it's just hard for me to get two mounts. I didn't know that it didn't have to be the target monster. Huh. Did you guys know that? No. So I was fighting. Um, I was in the desert. I don't remember what my target was, but I know there was a Gendrome that wasn't the target on the map. And I mounted the Gendrome because I decided to kill it while the other thing was sleeping. And I mounted the Gendrome and it did the quest, uh, you know, the subquest complete. And I was like, wait a minute. You can. Oh. Because I normally kill something before I can mount it twice. I'm lucky to get one mount. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I don't think Greatsword is the easiest weapon to mount with, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Sword. Or well, yeah. Sword Blade. If, if you... Every Greatsword, the gimmick stick is my favorite. It's, it's so good. So, my ones I was most excited for was, um, at least at the time of release, no, not once I started playing it, but uh, the original... Before hunt before uh, they gave it the ability in worlds for sword and shield to always do it was the uh, Shuriyugeki the one where you don't you uh, yeah. sliced and did a Captain America upper punch and a downward slam again because mm-hmm. at the time that was amazing and I was like what sword and shield look cool and then Mike uh, Tyson's erg and punch out <laughs> the other <laughs> one was uh, he has an or chin I don't know if any of you guys played oh sorry go on. That's just a pun. Oh. I don't know That's if anybody played one. Dual Blades uh, during Generations, but uh-huh. the, um, I think it's called Wolf Small. Wolf something. Yeah, it's the one it. that lets That's all your hits it. do double hits, and it is, at the time, it looked amazing, because when they revealed it, they, they, you know, they showed the dark face with the glowing eyes, and you looked real yeah. demonic, and it's like, whoa, what's that? Oh, all the glowing red eyes in fourth gen and my shadowy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's what that what demonic greatsword thing does. That's what uh, that's what beast cat mode does. I like cats um... with the demon. Oh, it's... like what are they going for in that case? Like cats, demons. demons. Uh, is it edgy or is it cute? I think it was trying to go for like. Japan doesn't have the edginess as much in like their tropes, so I think they were legit trying to make it look cool. I've seen anime toaster; they have the edginess down. But uh, I agree with you in that I love the blast dash because at the time I loved gun lance, and it's like, oh my god, a mobility option that looks cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh... Uh... <laughs> Does anyone use the non-weapon specific ones there? Yes, absolutely. Oh, really? I don't. Um, I used, uh, well, absolute readiness, obviously, because a reload that keeps, or a a invincible dash that lasts an eternity that reloads your ammo, restores your sharpness, and, you know, just repositions you facing the monster was amazing. So I used it constantly. Okay. Yeah, I use that one for aerial greatsword because you have a lot of vertical movement, but not a lot of horizontal movement as a greatsword. It's sl- really slow walking. Yeah. Um, Unless you're in a depth mode, and you got tons of uh, horizontal movement. 
There's a couple I'm excited oh, yeah. for in in Generations Two. I know that's not what it's called, but it's, it's still in my head. That I'm yeah. excited for if I do pick it up. Uh, the first one being there's one for uh, for Hammer that it adds uh, it adds shockwaves to all your charged attacks. Hmm. I hadn't seen that. Um, there was another one that's called... It, it has a silly name. I don't know if this is in the English version or just tra- Japanese translate. Uh, Void Piercer for the heavy bowgun. And that's the one okay. where you load a solid iron rod into the end of your bowgun and then shoot it at the monster. <laughs> like that a sounds light. horrible. <laughs> it's like, that is extremely violent. <laughs> that's how they kill cows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's no magnet, magnet spike. Let's let's calm down here. Uh, magnet spike. <laughs> there's also one for the gun lance I haven't seen. It's called the AA flare. It says you knock aerial art targets down with a burst fire and then do a, a wyvern's fire if it's ready. So like the wyvern's fire is part of the hunter art. That's cool. Uh, some of these I just haven't seen yet. Um, I feel bad. None of the hunting horn ones are that intriguing to me. They're always just kind of like eh. I play a note. <laughs> See ya. Well, one of them gave you double notes. I actually played a little bit of Hunting Horn that I remember in Generations. One yeah, of them gave you one double notes yeah. on your hits uh, before World did that, just as like a part of the yes. weapon. So, it's actually interesting. Now that I'm looking at it, a lot of things in Generations sort of vaguely resemble features of World. Like yes. the, uh, the healing... Uh, move that you guys were talking about that Indian Sickle was shown doing and the yep. health boosters there uh, there are only two two other ones that are from Generations 2 that I'm excited for one is because I love Switch Axe and as much as as much fun it was to be in permanent sword mode eternally in Generations with you know your uh, thing that boosted your, your sword attacks and the thing that instantly recharged your whole sword meter so you never had to leave it they put in Tempest Axe, which is designed to just keep you in Axe mode forever. Because it just makes Axe better and makes you move faster with an Axe. Yeah. And then... It needed that, though. Yeah. Because, I mean, otherwise, there's no reason to ever go to Axe mode. Like, it was better to just manually take the half a second to reload your sword and then go back to sword mode instead of just letting it recharge. Right. Uh, and then there's the last one that everybody got excited for, at least from what I saw, which is the... Uh, impact, not impact. Um, almost call it the impact axe, which is not correct. Uh, charge blade. Um, yeah. The the chainsaw shield attack. Yeah, <laughs> I mentioned it last week. There's an insane clip out there. This guy just wailing on on the lava sea. Just wailing on him. Like I feel so sure. bad for it. <laughs> Yeah, the, charge blades, the charge blades got to be kind of, like, it has a portion of that silliness, like, inherent to it, because when you do the super-amped elemental discharge, if I got that right, yeah, it, the, the the shield part of the blade actually is already spinning and doing stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just a bit. So, <laughs> yeah, but not like a buzz saw, like this hunter art. Not a straight-up, uh, like, circle saw. <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez, yeah, it's is, insane. How is it attached? How is it? How is it attached? I don't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there. 
there has to be some suspension of disbelief there. <laughs> um, so, I, I guess, like, going more in general, just about, like, Hunter Arts and Styles, just more comparisons to World, because, I mean, that's kind of where we're at in Monster Hunter as a community, is just, you know, playing World and Generations Ultimate. Do you um, like analogies? Yeah. Um, I, that's that's all we got. <laughs> um, well, yeah, but uh, for for me, part of the reason that um, I kind of got inspired to talk about this is I was thinking today I, I was hunting uh, Yian Garuga for fun. <laughs> well, not for fun, but it was like a uh, it was in a quest, and I was doing you have to gather beautiful shells. Which is it's just like a gathering quest. And you go find them, and then um, that there's a Garuga in there, and I already have full Garuga uh, high rank armor, which I, this is offline high rank that I'm doing this in. And I'm finding Garuga, and I'm thinking like, man, like why do I, why am I enjoying this so much when I sort of put down generations other 200 hours, and I was like, ah, okay. And then like I didn't play double cross hardly at all because it was in Japanese. Uh, and that that kind of thing, and I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't get why I'm enjoying this so much more than World right now. And I thought about it, and it kind of reminded me why I like Call of Duty over Battlefield. And stay with me here; it's because it's a little bit more arcadey. There's a little bit more of a gameness to it, and I, I've said this several times: realism and I in games are not friends. I like the realistic monsters, but like playing something super realistic isn't very fun to me. And that's where I feel like the Hunter Arts and Styles kind of shine is like giving you this 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 idea of like, you know, power and arcadiness, you know what I mean? Like a more gaminess to the to the, what's going on um, than what we get in Monster Hunter World where we, you know, we try to go super realistic. Um and to me, super realism doesn't necessarily work. I mean, there wasn't like a lot of love for Anjanath, really, was there? I. That's like. Yeah. Well, like, hold on, because you can like, like the mechanics in World are more or less the same as they've always been with some new attacks. But even yeah. the new stuff they added was like way, way in the way of anime. They still have yeah weapons like the great There's... sword that are just patently ridiculous. No, and it's true, but they're the more interesting ones. You know what I mean? Like when you talk about ultra realism, I think of I think of Great Jagras and I think of Anjanath, and I am still a proponent of I, I I really like every monster, and I really like the the, the bloody dreadlocks that that. Um, Great Jaggers gets uh, and that kind of stuff. That that touches of realism are cool, but like I kind of feel like those are some of the most boring fights in the game too. And then you get something like Toby Kadachi that, that you know it doesn't make a whole lot of sense that it's generating that much frictional electricity. It's just there. It's like a I don't know a, a different take on Zenogre to a degree, but. Um, Toby, like, I think he's more fun, like, stylistically, because he's a little bit less realistic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anjanath is kind of like a T-Rex. Yeah. 
It, it reminded me of like, were they trying to make a realistic looking dinosaur? And it's like, that's not what I want out of my Monster Hunter. I want yeah. explosions um, and... He does have fire coming out of his nose, which is cool. But what I think, his nose thing. What I could see Anjanath as being is... They said that Great Jaggers and Anjanath were among the first monsters they made for the game. Uh, world. Or yeah. I guess... After for you, technically. But I agree with you, though. Though it looks like a Anjanath could be sort of like a a benchmark for working on new systems. Like, mm-hmm. like, what is the ground level? Like, what is the kind of most uh, simple monster design? S- simple isn't quite yeah. the right word, but what what's like a a baseline for us to go up and down from? In terms of crazy elemental kind of like abilities and movement, yeah, well, it's it's just like something useful useful for them because they were using new engine, new graphics. And I'm completely speculating here, but it seems like it could have been a, a good starting point. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I won't say it's a bad monster, and I don't think it's a bad monster at all, really. But at the same time, it's like that it like we made fun of it for call, calling it like turkey saurus and 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 that kind of thing where the it's not it's not what i expect out of monster hunter because monster hunter is like a, it's like a mix of that realistic ecology plus this like awesome things you're doing like the you know some of the most iconic things in monster hunter is what toaster regularly posts is the mad videos where you're doing ridiculous stuff right because you you're sort of beating the odds and monster hunter world still has that but it's like much lesser of a degree but you get those more showy fun things in uh you know generations and generations ultimate and you know Eh. currently there's a couple in our discord there's a couple videos of like just insane plays (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I kind so, of I mean it's just like you don't see that in world as much. I Yeah, I kind of that's kind of why I like the goofiness. I'm going to say the goofiness of Monster Hunter. I love the yeah. ridiculous armor designs and the joke weapons and that's why even as as beautiful as Worlds is, I'm not going to lie, Worlds is the greatest like in terms Looking of beauty at, and gameplay. Yeah. I prefer Generation or for you still because of armor and weapon designs and the amount of monsters and it's just i really want the next monster to be a very goofy monster like not not very goofy i say i should say just less realistic yeah i I, I have to disagree though because even the beta i was doing some silly stuff with mansion and yeah and that does still foresight slash and I mean, you, like, you always there's have a cool couple plays, of but... like when when Nergagante came out in the first beta, I was fighting it in the Wild Star Waste in the Dunes area, and it was doing its uh, kind of big super attack where it flies up and then surges downward. And on mm-hmm. lo- for Longsword, I had stabbed it, and I was going up in the air and doing the uh, Helmbreaker, and I actually came down and like sliced along along its tail and got all those hits off, you know, all the damage numbers. It, and it it flinched it, it severed its tail and it flinched out of the attack. Um, <laughs> that's 
That was a pretty organic mad moment, or I guess you would call it. Yeah. Yeah. And also, just <laughs> an ancient ass. I mean, or, I, and they've been a part of the Monster Hunter community for a while now, the mad videos. I can't, When did they start? I want to say uh, about 3U is about when I started seeing them. Yeah, I haven't, that's the, that's part of my issue is I don't see any for worlds generally. I think there was one, like, right at the start, but that was about it. Toaster, that's because I haven't uploaded my uh, system captures yet. <laughs> I still have to go through, like, I mean, I had a pretty footage. decent clip that I put up on Twitter. It was, like, a video I made through the PlayStation whatever editor um, that, uh, I don't know. I thought it was it was a good play of like me when I was fighting a Black Diablos, but like um, it was it was you know it was, it was a good play, but like I don't know. Like I've had so many, I felt so much better plays because you know you can see on my my Twitter now is literally the podcast and a bunch of plays that I've been posting as a Death Greatsword, you know, cutting tails at fun times and that kind of thing. I think part of it for me too was though um, part of mad for me is the outfits too though because people do a lot of fashion of taking mad where they'll just go in with like the most minimalistic armor or like you know the, the silly collab sets that weren't really great but they did yeah. because it looks good yeah and yeah that and that is one weakness that a lot of people had with uh, Monster Hunter World is the weapon designs again, went more realistic where they were sort of gradually becoming better at each iteration, which is fine, but, like, you didn't get a lot of crazy designs as you did in the previous games, and also, again, that kind of stems from the lesser monster count, so you have, you know, not as much to work with, too. The weapon trees are far smaller just because of the options available. I I think that's kind of a consequence of asking a 3DS developer to, to uh, make two to three versions of a PS4 uh, like pseudo 4K game. Yeah, and they'll get they'll get there, and I don't think anywhere, uh, I don't think that um, I don't think that World was a bad job by any stretch. I love Monster Hunter World, I, and I put 600 hours into it almost. Uh, but I just like I just like the just like Generations Ultimate more. I don't know. It's just where I'm at right now. In my mind, it's like okay, cool. We've proven that Monster Hunter can be successful on the PS4, and that the masses want it. It's it's not just a niche game anymore. Now can we right. get back to some kind of classic Monster Hunter and get people into all the goofiness it has to offer? Right, and and this might be a consequence of us being you know, previous fans of the series too. Yeah. I haven't seen, I haven't seen a ton of people, but I've seen some being like, oh man, this is really awesome coming from world first timers to play Generations Ultimate. But I don't think I've seen an overall sentiment that it's just better. You know what I mean? I'm just seeing well, that certainly like, not, some people are enjoying it. Certainly not in the, like, game journalist uh, bubble those that you know i didn't because those people don't really play games for more than like 40 hours for review i mean yeah that's always been a fault with (laughs) game journals i I just check now because i always have gameplay of of either monster Hunter or something similar to what we're talking about up while we're doing these 
And Monster Hunter World is still number 28 on Twitch right now for most views. Mm-hmm. And that's saying something. That's good. Uh, generally, Monster Hunter wasn't ever near the ever, top. Yeah. Even, when, even when it just came out, it was generally not that high. Well, well, there's part of that, too, is the PS4's integration into Twitch. Yes. It's much easier to stream Monster Hunter World than it is for Generations or Generations Ultimate. I mean, you had to get someone to modify uh, outside of factory (laughs) standard uh, to be able to just capture gameplay on a 3DS. Like, you had to get someone to buy the card and someone do it. And if you turned on the 3D, it would um, ruin everything? It would, like, shift your screen halfway off of the feed? Oh, jeez. Oh, because it's rendering two different images, and some weirdness happened with that. that yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, I think it's both a, a combination of Monster Hunter World's popularity plus its ease of streaming. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. I think it's both. Um... Well, also the graphics. Like, it's kind of not ideal to put a 3DS game up on your uh, laptop monitor and full screen that. I mean, like, Final Fantasy VII, the PS1 version's up there, so I wouldn't really talk about graphics. I think think PS4 is... But that's like a a classic game people love. I think PS4 is also more successful because more people have... I, I would say I would venture to say more people have PS4s than, you know, 3DSs. Uh... That's debatable. More, That's... Peop- more people who would play Monster Hunter have PS4s than people who would play Monster Hunter who own 3DSs. Yeah, I, I don't know the exact numbers. I know the PS4 is sold like freaking crazy. Um, it, it's like but... uh, PS4 around 80 million, 3DS, last I heard it was like 40 something in the 40s. 40? But the way, really? That it's seems yeah, it's... I thought. They advertised Monster Hunter World a lot. Like they did, there was significantly more than I've ever seen, and they even had one during the Super Bowl. So, wait, they did yeah. <laughs> a Super Bowl ad. There was yeah, one. there was a Super Bowl ad. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's that's <laughs> so weird. Monster Hunter, or for any game, so yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. It's it's typical to not see a lot of video games during the Super Bowl because you know. We got too many Mountain Dew and Dorito commercials. Don't forget Scientology. No, that's right. But it's I'm glad that Capcom just put money into it and they're like, okay, well, Monster has consistently been pretty good for us. What if we like actually try to push it? Oh, it became our best selling game ever. <laughs> it's like that meme. It just prints money. <laughs> Skyrim yeah. Skyrim copies. So many Skyrims. Just works. Um <laughs> what? Oh man, I forgot where that meme, meme came from. It was the DS. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was that the, the DS of Prince Money? Um. So like, I don't know. Like, I I, I hate the the dog on Monster Hunter World. Just enjoying Generations Ultimate so much more. Because I mean, again, that's just that's just me being an old curmudgeon fan, I guess. Like well, I. Was I this- You've been playing since the first one, right? So yeah. that means I'm going to go ahead and say a really rough number that's wrong. Like, five out of six of the six Monster Hunter games you've played have been all similar. And then Worlds is the only standout. 
that's different. So of course you're gonna like the ones that you're that's similar to the ones you've played a little bit more. Do you know All right, I mean? let's think here. I'm gonna count. I'm gonna count. So, Monster <laughs> One Freedom. Freedom well, he's two. counting. Freedom uh, Night. Monster Hunter World right now has more viewers than Minecraft on Twitch. Nice. <laughs> so Fortron. You're the only one of us that's played, like, the first Monster Hunter, or I guess the first two Monster Hunters. He's trying to count. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got it. Monster Hunter World is the 10th of the 11 Monster Hunters that I play. Well, there you go, yeah. <laughs> oh, what? No, I forgot one. Stories doesn't count. No. Uh, portable <laughs> Third. I forgot Portable Third. So it is, it is the 11th of the 12 that I played Yes, and so, they're all so, similar, except for So one. could I ask you, Fortron, like mm-hmm. Monster Hunter 1 and 2, back yeah. in that, I guess, original version of it, like, wh- what is the anime rating from, like, on the on the, on the scale, com- like, compared to Generations and such? Okay, so let, let's just baseline, we talk about anime rating. Um, the most anime you can get is Frontier. <laughs> just unrealisticness um, in general. Yes. Um, I would say that Gen Ultimate, Double Cross, and Gen, like, you know, we're talking there is about an 8. It's pretty high up there, right? Yeah. Um, Then I would say um, probably the next is for you. Down. Yeah, down on the scale. But you're, you you want to talk about the bottom of the scale. I want to say that one is like a two or a three. It's really far down there on the anime scale. Like it, it has the anime in the fact that there was giant swords, which the Buster Sword has always been sort of an iconic thing. And the Buster Sword is in Monster Hunter um, from Final Fantasy. Seven, particularly, um, like it, it, it's got twinges of it, but it's not really. It's so janky and so stilted and so old. It's just like it just feels like an old game. It doesn't feel very anime. Just even um, the monster design, though, like things like Plesioth and and Gravios and its twin and uh, Sephardrome. Yeah. I don't. They're not. Like, they're I not always, the most flashy monsters out there. No, they're not. And oh gosh, you look at Gen One Ruthalos, and he looks creepily just like just weird. Like it, we're so more used to the third Gen and on design of Ruthalos, where he's sort of like this meteor strong looking thing. He was yeah. a freaky skinny necked wyvern to begin with. Like he, his head was so much wider than his neck. <laughs> beforehand it was you very probably, creepy looking you could probably teach a class on how the design of like Raphalos and, and his uh, uh, contemporaries have evolved over the Monster Hunter generations yeah probably title plug <laughs> um, yeah it's just yeah I would say Monster Hunter 1 is probably close to if not the least anime of the series <laughs> but it's not the most realistic no most realistic would still go to world, but eh, to a degree. I mean, like, we talk about realism in Monster Hunter World, you know, there's the obvious 
things like we were saying like Anjanath and Great Jagras, but I mean you talk about Lunastra. Like Lunastra is like blue fire and then like explosion of blue fire, like yeah, blue fire exists, but it wouldn't act like that. And certainly them you know, Lunastra and Teostra flying in this crazy pattern wouldn't cause that double nova you know, there's anime stuff in the world for sure, but because, like, yeah, Monster Hunter sure. 1 didn't have the wheel demon monster. <laughs> it didn't have the invention of the wheel uh, in nature itself. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just, when you said I the wheel like, demon monster, I was thinking of Dark Souls as stupid wheel things. No, I'm thinking of an Okami, those uh, wheel monsters that with the eyes and the lips and the ear in the middle. Like, thunder or hmm. fire or frost. But... Never my point is that oh man you definitely should uh but my point is that when we're talking about like original monster hunter or like the original tent i feel mm-hmm. like that needs to that verbiage needs to reflect what we're actually talking about which is like fourth gen monster hunter it's not it hasn't been super anime forever right okay. cuz world to me it feels like without getting too harpy it feels like third gen to me it feels similar to that in that like they're developing this new class of wyvern like the fanged wyvern where before it was the leviathan and the brute wyvern Mm -hmm. and the all the monsters they have they actually interact with their environment there's an ecosystem at play that they're trying to simulate and i like that about world a lot it's a really good portion of it yeah, like Agnactor would burrow into the environment of the volcano, into the molten ground and ceiling, and now in World you have things like Tobikidachi can flip off of walls, and uh, yeah. Odegarin can, or Legiana can uh, fly in its sort of uh, updraft environment on the mountain yeah. range, and you can also start, sort of simulate it by taking its wings and putting the mantle on and jumping into an updraft and catching the wind. Yep. No, you're totally right. It's got... It's got a lot going for it on the ecology end, which helps with the realism, too. But I don't know, man. Mm. Adept Greatsword has got me thinking, like, I just want to cut tails and <laughs> do so... crazy moves. No, yeah, that's that's completely valid. I'm just, for me, I'm always more into the uh, gameplay as it relates to the setting, and yeah. you know, sort sort of building a, a a world that is sort of a simulation of this natural fantasy. Yep. Herbal essence. You tell me, Dalamador is realistic. I don't believe it. Um, <laughs> no, that's he's he does the meteor thing. That's pretty zany. Pretty, pretty crazy. Well, um, I think it's a good time to to move on to um, monster balloon. Oh yeah, what do you while, think? while we're talking about ecology and uh, monsters that work in their local environment. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help but chuckle at that one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm ready to go to it. 
Good, Haru? Um, if I could just touch on news for a second. Yes. Yeah. Just, we wanted to remind everyone that there's the Autumn Harvest Festival in World. Yes. I believe it's called. It's like, it's Halloween in September. Have fun. From the 20th of, of September at 5 p.m. in the U.S. to uh, October 4th, it ends at the same time. And there's actually uh, 5 the... 5 p.m. Pacific time, I think, right? That's how we... Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, Pacific time. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're right. And so 8 p.m. Eastern. Yep. Uh, and the actual second uh, Universal Studios quest is going to be available for everyone. Uh, oh, it's, nice. I think it's just on PS4, though, so not everyone, everyone. Yeah, but... poor PC players. Oh yeah, and there was there was some movement, like Monster Hunter tweeted answering, uh, responding, I should say, to someone asking about whether the event's going to be on PC as well. They said they're uh, fine-tuning this uh, with the dev team, and that they're going to try and uh, announce something about it. So who knows? Yep. Probably probably a good sign if they're talking about it. Let's anyway, that, that's yeah. all the news. Cool. Bumble pumpkins. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I guess we move on to that monster balloon. In a world where humans wield weapons the size of themselves and monsters fly around the world and destroy villages, there is one that flies higher than all. We are talking... The king of the sky, the great red beast, the best dragon ever, Rathalos. Rathalos is the most iconic of all the... Wyvern. I don't know about that. (laughs) Uh, Rathalos is the most iconic of all the Monster Hunter monsters, I believe. Mostly just because it's, it's been featured in every game, of course. But it also kind of embodies everything about Monster and in my sense. It has that danger. It has the amazing theme. It has physical and elemental attacks you have to worry about. And it has generally really good armor and weapons. And it just overall looks fitting no matter which game it's in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how how soon did you fight uh, Rathlos in the first Monster Hunter? By the way, I haven't got you know still haven't gone back and played the first Monster Hunter, but Fortuan, our other local resident expert, has. Um, goodness, uh, I know you were still in the early gathering quests the first time you see him. Really? So you you remember um, uh, the one that's more rememberable to me? I would say uh, that's similar is. There's the three you... Maybe there's... Which one is it for you? There's a quest where you're like, hey, go get this innocuous thing from a monster or go gather plants. They do it four times in Generations Ultimate. Um, in, like, Try, there was... You had to gather some, like, shells guns, underwater monster or something. Guts. Monster yeah, guts. Monster guts is the one for the guys, Chris. And the guy so, just shows up and is like, roar. <laughs> Basically, go gather something small... But here comes, like, the big baddie of the game, like, when you're not ready for him. Um, Rathalos was that, but it didn't have a cutscene like all the other games. <laughs> it was just like, you're gathering, I think it was mushrooms. I think it's unique mushrooms in the forest and hills. And you're hmm. just like, do, do, do. And I remember hearing the, da, da, you know, the, you get, 
generation. Oh, the surprise so. sound yeah, effects. Yeah. Dun, the, dun, 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 dun. Yep. Um, and then you, you turn around. I'm thinking, yeah, it's very early in the game. I was thinking, ah, it's probably a cut cue or a velocidrome or something like that. And, oh, crap, it's the big red thing in the title. Like, oh, no, it's not like... And that was a big deal back then because, like, with only green sharpness in the game, <laughs> Rathalos was very intimidating, and you didn't get green sharpness for a while, so it was just like, I can't do anything. If you guys ever watched the original Monster Hunter 1 trailer or, you know, intro, um, <laughs> you'll, you'll see the hunters run up and just smack Rathalos and just bounce. This is bink! <laughs> and then they book it. And that's kind of how it felt like fighting against him uh, in his early generations. Huh. Just like, oh my goodness, uh, he was he was a, a threat for a long time in the older games. I'm glad they've kept him around as a threat. I don't think maybe maybe worlds. I think he he started to feel a little bit easier, but I think they've kept him frightening for a good chunk of. The history, you know, certain games adding a little bit more to his movesets. I wouldn't say he's a pushover, but he's definitely uh, <laughs> as as early as I would say Freedom Two. So we're talking Monster Hunter Two. Uh, once they started really pushing up the numbers of Elder Dragons, uh, he got he got outclassed pretty quick, in my opinion. Um, I mean, you've also Dragons, hunted probably what ten thousand. <laughs> you've hunted many. Many Rathaloses. I I I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> so when we're talking about just normal Rathalos, it's there's three versions of it, right? There's yes. Monster Hunter One, Try, and World. I'll give you a spoiler. Yes. There's more than three. <laughs> no, I mean just like well, before yeah, the subspecies or anything. Not speed, yep. subs, but we're talking like versions of the original Rathalos, yeah. Right, the invisible ones no, that the right. game doesn't tell you about. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, there's the super stiff, skinny neck old one that I mentioned earlier. That's the, the sort of the first gen Rathalos. And that one, um, we called him Chicken Whippering because he would run away so often. Like, you ever get <laughs> get mad at a monster leaving an area? Rathalos would do it, like, constantly. Like, his fights were so prolonged because he'd be like, okay, I'm out of here, you're boring. And he would just leave. <laughs> King of the skies, haters. <laughs> and then he would just circle around in the sky forever and he wouldn't come down. Like nowadays they fixed it where, you know, the monsters sort of, you can get to them if you're in the area. They're doing something that you can get to them. Where those would literally just fly laps around the map. Just, just fly around. See ya. <laughs> and you couldn't do anything. You just stood there and waiting. Oh man, it was frustrating. And then eventually sometimes he would swoop down, but then... Like, it was just like a pass-by, and then he would land, but it was just an attack, and like, ugh, gosh. So, uh, if, if for those who don't know, Rathalos is the uh, paired uh, partner of uh, Rathian. Gasp. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've been they've been together for a while now, and generally... Generally speaking, if you're in a map that has both of them, attacking one will most likely summon the other version. I'm not yep. sure if that's been always a thing, but 
guaranteed that was a great way of uh of having a bad time in other games if, if you did not remember how to you know use dog pods or just how to kill something quickly you, you would have to fight them both at the same time which is pretty terrible because sometimes you have to fight them in very small arenas yep so very small maps with you. Th- there are very there's actually quite a dis- decent amount of variance on this particular dragon um wyvern <laughs> Uh, the first being the Azure Rathalos. It is in Rathalos. That is Azure. Gasp. Blue. Uh, <laughs> it, it, uh, it came in in Monster Hunter Frontier G, so it's actually really early. I think this is one of the first. Yeah, it's one of the first subspecies. Yeah. Um, so, kind of like many of these, it, it, they just got more aggressive. Um, and harder armored. But yeah. Yes. Uh, they like to fly a lot more. In fact, Azure Athloses are kind of the bane of hunters because you run out of flash pods before the Azure Athlos decides to stop flying. So it's highly recommended if you're going to bring flash pods and fight an Azure Athlos is try to break its wings as fast as possible with your dung pods or with your flash pods. Uh, just because it'll, it'll save you a little bit of headache. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> There's not much to much more to Azure. The second variant is the Silver Rathalos. I always thought it interesting. They gave Rathian gold, and then Rathalos silver. Not sure. I, I, I mean, thought it'd be the other. It's kind of like I don't know. I mean, I was I was married for so many years. Like everyone calls the wife the better half. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, Silver Rathalos likes the sky. Who knew that the king of the skies likes the sky? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that said, he rages a lot more. Uh, that's something I read. I never, I've never experienced that, but supposedly Silverathos rages more consistently. I would agree. Yeah, him and Goldrath, him both. Hmm. Um, generally, they're. F- I, I've only ever apparently they can appear in swamps and like forests and stuff like that. I've only ever fought them. I think in the arenas. Like the top of the tower and special events like that. Yeah, you mentioned the same thing with Rathian. I don't, I don't remember fighting them in other areas as much, but it was always sort of the stony towers. I felt like. Now, if so, you want to have a cinematic where you bounce off of a Rathalos, take that quest where you in for you where you have to fight silver and gold at the top of the tower. Yes. Oh yeah. That I hated that quest so much. It actually made me put down Moss Hunter for a month, that quest. Ha, 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 shit. So, Damn. I have a quick question, and this is something because I've, I've seen it brought up on the subsets very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, which do you think is actually harder, Azure or Silver? Because I've seen a lot of people that say, despite Silver being the G-rank version, that Azure actually is the harder monster. What do you think? Uh, I, I disagree. I think Silver is so hard. Because you got to change up how you fight Rathalos entirely when it's silver because of the weak points. Hmm. Don't yeah, just that's just my change? opinion. What? Haru, you go first. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, I, as someone who gets really screwed up by bouncing off of a monster, it's so easy to bounce and then take a, take a fireball or a... Tail swipe or claw, 
claw swing and get poisoned uh, on Silver. Yeah, and I think Silver's better at doing those homing claws, too. Oh, that's right. And they they move fast. They move really fast. Yeah. That too, that helps. Uh, no thanks. So, luckily, there are extra variants from other fun lands that we like to talk about. Uh, yeah. So, first is actually one that some people may have faced, surprisingly. Generally, we go to the land of Unplayed, where, you know... The, the frontiers live. Uh, but the first yeah. one is the Dread King Rathlos, which is featured in Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Yay! Yeah. Uh, Dread King Rathlos is... Uh, it's a Rathlos with very fiery looks on its wings. It takes on a more dark flame appearance, I believe. Um, yeah. I hated fighting it. I got it to level 10 because if those who don't know, all these... Uh, what are these things called again? They're... Deviants. Uh, deviants, that's right. All these deviants, like, they level up as you fight them. Like, by beating level 1 version, you unlock level 2. And by beating level 2, you unlock level 3, etc., etc. And generally, by the time they're level 10, they're around the same level as, I think, like, 100 guild quests without the stupid bouncing crap that the 140s brought. But yeah. th- they were they're pretty hard. They, they're on the same level, I think, because they had bigger attacks versus just being unhittable. Um... Example, I think Dread King Rathalos can set probably 80% of whatever area you're in on fire. It's just a huge explosion. and This is fine. <laughs> yeah. Everything is fine. I hate it. I just, I hate it. Uh, <laughs> apparently, oh. in Double Cross, Generations Ultimate, they, they he got an additional upgrade where you can shoot three fireballs at a time now, because why not? <laughs> uh, it, it's similar to the... the um, Rathian? Rathian version, yeah. Yeah. And okay. Yeah, it, it's I, I like it, honestly. It still has the same Rathalos weaknesses, so hit it with Lightning and Dragon. Uh, but I liked it. And the armor you can make out of Dread King Rathalos is, at least in the first generations, considered one of the best armor sets. Yes. Uh, like everybody was running around with it, which luckily in Generations Ultimate you can now cover up because <laughs> you have uh, you have transmogging now. Yep. Uh, moving on, we do have uh, we do have a couple from Monster Hunter Explore, which if you don't remember is the phone game that I still can't get to work. I, I haven't even tried. I've tried every variation of instructions. It, it it's not happening. Um. The first is called Flame Rathlos, and it is similar to our Flame Rathian, where it is, it is just a Red. Rathlos that someone lit on fire. <laughs> I'm going to oh share the image. Feel free to Google it at home. It is just a Rathlos on fire. Um, Looks like a phoenix. Unlike other variants, or other things I've, we've talked about from Monster Hunter Explorer, I was able to find gameplay of this one. Oh, cool! And for ninety, I'm gonna. It's it's kind of disappointing, actually. That's why I decided to go with this one first. For ninety percent of the gameplay I saw of this, it was doing the charge of the person and do his like head bite swipe thing, and uh, then turn around and charge and do gem. a head bite swipe. That's a gem. It's a phone game. Like, I didn't <laughs> I didn't see him. I might have skipped over it, but I like checked about twenty different points in one hunt, and that's all he was doing. So. For those of you hoping for some craziness in the Explore world, eh, it's not, not, not a thing. No, no. 
Uh, there's According another to... from Monster Hunter Explorer, and again, this is one I wasn't able to find anything of. I searched YouTube, I Googled it, and everything kept leading me to Dread King or anything. Uh, it's called Destruction Wyvern Rathalos, which oh. <laughs> it looks cool. It is black and silver with blue flames and Hello. like a Godzilla blue beam of light it breathes from its mouth. This looks like something yeah, yeah. it's like Mega Charizard X or in my mind, this looks like something that you would paint on the side of your van. Don't <laughs> 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 uh, forget with the uh the the Kieran bikini hunter beside it. Yeah, you have to have the, the, the uh bikini babe on the van, uh maybe like a hunter with a light bow gun shooting at this thing. Yeah, it, it's 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 definitely van or album art worthy, but I can't find anything about it. And from what I can see, it uses fire and it's weak to water, so it is a Rathalos. That's it's strange. But, they tried to make its wings look like they're feathered uh, on the on the edge. I didn't it. even notice that. Yeah, that's that's strange. Yeah, it has like this weird pincer-like, almost Astalos-like tail. It uh, does. Uh, however, because we are highly scientific here, I'm going to speculate on what this dragon can do. I'm going to assume it flies yeah. a lot. <laughs> Sorry, Fortune One. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna speculate that this particular one flies a lot and it goes super fast because everybody knows that painting blue flames on something makes it go faster. Okay. Yeah. As my highest highly scientific uh, estimate. Uh, the next one we have is. From Frontier Z, it's called a Zenith Rathalos, and um, yeah, we talked about Zenith a lot. Yeah, Zenith are like these, I think, kind of proto. Is that the is that the right word? Ancient, I would say. Yeah, they're they're old versions, not like generations, but like, uh, kind of how like in Pokemon, Aerodactyl is considered weird and out there because it's a really old Pokemon, so it's different than the new ones. Right. Uh, but yeah, Zenith is it's it's got this weird orange aura around it. I can't find a good description for it. Uh, it 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 uses combos is what everything I can find is. I couldn't find gameplay for this one for some weird weird reason. Uh, but there are some cool descriptions at least. Okay. Um, so its fire takes away your max health if you get set on fire. Oh, jeez, okay. (laughs) Until the new ailment wears off, your max health physically goes down. And then uh, it says like like Supremacy (laughs) Teostro, which I want to know what that is. Uh, They can set themselves on fire. Uh, They'll shoot a fireball that makes a fire tornado. (laughs) And then it flies inside the fire tornado and causes a giant explosion, which sets their tail and their wings on fire. And so it's probably just using the berry off animation. Kinda, I, I, I'm guessing. Uh, I was able to find a video of this. I'll, I'll think. I'll try to link it if I can. And whenever it, it, it's, it has a move from another monster in a frontier monster, which I'm going to butcher the name of right now. Uh, Baroku Russo, where okay, it yeah. slams in the ground and makes pillars of fire erupt from the ground. Oh, fun. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read this one straight from my sources. 
Zenith Rathlos may be the most dangerous Rathlos that has ever lived, as they frequently set their wings and tails on fire while combating hunters, and create a lot of destruction by flapping them hard enough to spawn fiery gusts. This honestly hmm. sounds kind of like a Pokemon, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, or, like uh, the heat of the sun slug. Yeah, or like um, there's actually a... Uh, there's a there's a move in Pokemon now that a lot of birds, even non firebirds, can learn, which is called Heat Wave, where it's, it's they just flap their wings and a wave of hot air flashes over the thing they're fighting. Zenith um, Rathalos used fire spin. I like it. I, I I honestly love these. I love these. Uh... The hunter was trapped. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love these. Died. I love these. Um... I just said the word Zenith species yeah. a lot they're very similar um i'm not going to go unfortunately for those who are excited i'm not going to go over all the things that are similar to rathaloses in frontier because there are many similar yeah. to rathaloses like there's one that's called a zeresu and it's just it just says it's it's, it's related to rathalos i can kind of see that in terms of it shares a skeleton and that's about it oh, i gotcha but its attacks don't really look the same. It's not... I don't, I don't believe it's related. At least that's my scientific opinion. Um, there was one that I can't find, and I swear this was a thing, that there was something called a Black Rathalos, and maybe somebody can confirm this on the sub. That There's a Black Rathian I know about. But... Is it the Rathian? I just remembered it was classified as like question mark, question mark, question mark. It, There's it, definitely a Black Rathian. I don't know about a Rathalos, because I, I remember it was one of those things of like it was mysterious because it didn't have a classification. It wasn't a flying wyvern or a um, what's the it wasn't an elder dragon. It was just kind of considered mis- like a mystery. However, yeah. since then I can't find any any reference to this thing. So maybe I just hallucinated the whole thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks like there might be some sort of thing in lots of her stories that's like what you're talking about this was before stories that i heard about this it was oh, in frontier uh, i know yeah okay, it was okay. it was in the weird lands if i find it i'll let you guys know afterwards um but the only other thing that was ever classified as question mark question mark question mark i believe was uh the gormagala gore yeah still still protests that he is an elder dragon did they ever put him into the Elder Dragon officially, or is he? They still leave him just unclassified. I think he's still unclassified. I think. Hmm. Well, I the only other I'll... appearance would be in Generations, and they haven't changed the uh, a lot of the uh, hunters' notes descriptions for the monsters in within fourth gen. So okay. Oh, crash! Could, just be, could just be a there is a couple more. There are a couple more question mark things, but those are from Frontier and. Uh, if you're going to count uh, stories, Epona is technically <laughs> a question mark monster, but <laughs> I don't think... Uh, what is horse? I'm going to write that one off a little bit. I could be wrong. Yeah, I forgot Epona was in monster stories. <laughs> now that's a hunter uh, art I would sign on for. Yes. Um, and then we're going to go back to our familiar place. Uh, we're going to go back to the wonderful world of hardcore monsters. Because uh, yes. they're they're really quick and simple, and they're generally pretty cool. Uh, 
So you have the normal hardcore Rathlos, which gets a little bit more black on its wings, more spikes. Um, the new thing that hardcore Rathlos does is, you know his homing claw attack, right? The one that everybody hates yes. and it's really fast. Uh, his new attack is he jumps up and immediately does it. Not like flaps up in the air for a second and then goes after you in a predictable fashion. No, he just, from the ground, up and immediately dive at you. Mm. So even less predictable than he was before. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Uh Then we move on to Hardcore Azure Rathalos, which is terrifying. Uh, it can now spit seven <laughs> fireballs in a row in a wave pattern. Um, yeah. Oh, I think um, I've seen this. It goes, boom, 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 boom. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> it is. I, I had a video clip prepared, and then I closed out all my tabs. I'm sorry. But uh, just look up Azure Rathalos Hardcore, and you'll find plenty of of video of it because there's a lot there's surprisingly a decent amount of uh frontier footage out there i, I just, wish uh, it was the same for explore <laughs> be careful when typing hardcore just gonna say it type into youtube you'll be more safe there you're good yeah um but also uh whenever it spits fireballs now the fireballs have explosions on either side of them because of course they do <laughs> okay and uh. Last but not least, you have Hardcore Silver Athlos. No! Uh, it's, it's angrier looking. I'm going to say that. Okay. It, it, it's, it's, it is incredibly spiky now. If I can get a picture to you guys, I will. So um, if it's made of silver and it has that rapid fire fireball attack, is it just literally a machine gun now? Is it, that what, where it, we're at? It actually downgrades the only five fireballs, but it shoots them faster. Oh. Really? <laughs> But now it also has a charge up slow moving fireball that it follows up with fast ones. So just, uh, <laughs> it's like that pitcher who is really good and nobody can hit against it. And then everybody just lets him keep doing what he wants to do. Hmm. Um, do you remember, do you remember the, the Rathalos's old attack that they got rid of, which was where he would get up and fly around the world and just kind of go in a circle yeah, around the swoop arena. In. Yeah. Uh, now he does that and shoots fireballs while he's doing it in a strafing kind of way frontier you guys are just just <laughs> uh yeah it's just it, it it's a great monster i love that they they just kind of they didn't give it any crazy moves that are outside of what you could imagine like they didn't suddenly say like oh the rathalos can use lightning now they're just like no what can we do with fireballs and claws we can do lots with fireballs and claws <laughs> <laughs> more fire <laughs> the answer is always more fire <laughs> guys what if, what if we just made it shoot really fast what do you mean I think you know what I mean <laughs> do you, there do you go. not understand the meaning of the word fast <laughs> there you go there's it running directly at you again those who want to search it it looks not it. nice it looks uh, almost like like Ridley or something like a really skinny <laughs> spiky it does yeah, look that's, that's good old that's good old old gen Rathalos right there. But uh, overall, Rathalos is a pretty good monster. I'd I'd say probably the most iconic, and yeah, it's just it's a good dragon. I like it. Top top dragons of all time. It's not dragons. <laughs> <It's> weird. <laughs> well, I think that about wraps us up, right? Uh, 
yeah, I think that's good. That's all the variants of Rathalos. Oh, I did find it. I found the, the question mark, question mark. It was called, it was actually called question mark, question mark, question mark in the game. It, the unknown Black Wyvern. But it yeah. was a Rathian, not a Rathalos. You're that's right. what I thought, yeah. Because I've seen a fight with it, with Tonfas. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. That's that's all the Rathaloses there is, and that also wraps up uh, the the monster balloon for the original set of monsters. I hope yep. you all enjoyed it, and I had a great time. I had a great time going out and gathering all this information, despite all the researchers we lost and all the <laughs> balloons we lost. It's been a great time. So, um, what the so many you, dead. Uh, <laughs> um okay so we'll we'll sign it off there um this is uh fort one uh at hunters hub pod on uh twitter and um i guess we'll see you guys next quest and on that quest where are you bihara i'm uh on twitter at kane's dead gran as always good luck spelling that and uh mm-hmm. toaster uh, you can find me at Toasty Smiles on the Twitters. Uh, like I said, I will have a YouTube coming up. But in the okay. meantime, you'll be finding me out in the field. I'm going to be finding you know, more monsters, more Rathloses, and more dragons like him in the coming future. So stay tuned. You're fired! Thank you, Hunters, for listening. Dude, it's just a solid line (laughs) on the the input. I was facing away from the mic. (laughs) Away. I scooted back.